happens there. So subscribe to the Orchard Grove YouTube channel if you like. Okay, Exodus, are you ready? It's the second book in the Bible, if you didn't know that. And you know, right after Genesis, you got Exodus. And it's, it's kind of the big story. If you thought of the Old Testament, it's the big story. It's God's people, but they're a family at first. They're Joseph and Jacob's family, and they start to grow, and they... Um, Things start to change, and it's the story of them leaving Egypt and going towards the promised land. So it's a big story. Um, Moses is the dominant character, not only of Exodus, but of the entire Old Testament. He's talked about way more than any other person. Now, as they travel, they go to the promised land. And so what we want to think about today is this. What does this journey mean for you? What does it mean for you? They were in slavery. They were in bondage. They were in Egypt. And they make their way out of there with a lot of trouble, which we're going to get into all the drama. Um, and they go to the promised land. So the questions start to jump right away. Um, what is your Egypt? What's holding you back? There's a good question. What's keeping you from being completely all that God designed you to be? Jesus said this, John 10, 10. I came to give you life in its most abundant form. So I think of the promised land in one way as the, that promise from Jesus, the abundant life. Um, things hold us back. And it could be finances. It could be family. It could be relationships. It could be, you know... Health, it could be all kinds of things hold us down. You, you know what I'm talking about? Things just hold you down. And like, I gotta get, I gotta get free from this. And sometimes, interestingly, we don't even know that we're captive. We don't even realize. Uh, anybody here have a dog? Anybody have a dog? And so uh, a while back, the, the, the popular thing became getting these invisible fences for the dog, right? And so the dog ran out there, and he's like, wahoo, there's no more fence. And he runs up there and gets the good shock, ah, right? Very humane thing to do, uh, I'm sure. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nothing like throwing a little guilt on a dog owner, you know what I mean? Thinking about it all day. Uh, <clears throat> so they... Uh, they, they go to, the, they go to the, the edge, they get the shot, then they come back. And they, then eventually they learn, that's as far as you can go. That's it. This is my space right here. I'm, I'm limited to this. And man, there's like, they're barbecuing pork chops two doors down. You can smell them. <laughs> but I can't go. I, I can't go because this is my spot right here. This is where I'm, I'm stuck. And so um, it turns out there are some stubborn dogs who, uh, who don't mind a little jolt now and then for a barbecue. <laughs> Anybody have one of those dogs? <laughs> right? Like, hey, man, a little jolt or barbecue. Jolt, barbecue. Barbecue, right? And, and here, here's, why, here's why I'm saying this, because as we think about this series and we think about leaving Egypt and leaving what's holding us down, um, we should think that that little shock that you've gotten over the years that's told you to stay put, don't ruffle it, you know, don't upset it, it's going to hurt, that's only going to hurt for a minute. 
How many you know when, when he gets down to the barbecue thing, it ain't still going shock, shock, shock. It's over. It's, it's pork chop time. <laughs> and maybe a, a thought for us to start, like a, a little foundational thing for us to start this series is to think of this. First of all, I think some of us don't realize that we're being held down. We've gotten so used to our yard. We got shocked a couple of times. Okay, stay in your place. Stay in your lane. Just stay there. And then we just settle down, and we let go of our dream. We let go of our hope. We let go of our ambition. We let go of our promised land. We let go of, of our future. And we just said, well, I'll just settle right here because I don't like the shock. I don't like discomfort. So the story of the Exodus is full of shocks. It's full of discomfort. It's full of very, very, very difficult things. And we're going to dive into those. The big question is really this. Are you ready? Are you willing to be uncomfortable? Now, I'm also kind of glad because this was kind of like a New Year's um, message for me. I wanted to do it like in the New Year, and I'm already like three weeks late. And I, and I thought, you know, that's probably really good. And here's why. Because you've already screwed up your New Year's resolution by now. That's over, right? This is, so I, I'm probably right on the perfect timing because here's the thing. This is about real change. Now, we all have New Year's Day change, right? When they last a week, a month. I mean, some of you, God bless you, you've done it you know, really well. But the majority is, by the way, there's entire industries, the health or the, uh, the fitness, the gym industry is built, literally built on the, on the knowledge that you're going to do this, that you're that screwed up. Entire industries, yeah, it's true. They know you're going to sign up. They know the new year. That somehow that the change of a calendar is going to make you a new person. And then, by the way, you're up drinking till one, two, three o'clock in the morning the night before. Brilliant plan. <laughs> you think about it. You know what I mean? We're off to a rocking start here. So this this new venture might be really good now because we don't have to think of some magical date on the calendar. This is just a rough journey, but a worthy journey nonetheless. You get up there, you feel that little shock, and everything's screaming at you, stop, sit down, sit down, sit down, and you say, no, 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 no. I smell pork chops. Huh? For some of you who don't know, like pork chops is the stand-in for milk and honey, if you're Bible-based. Does anybody, does, are you following the story at all or no? Do I have to explain every part of it? Can, okay. Very, okay. Well, I don't know how many people crave milk and honey these days, but if you do, God bless you. Right? So it, it, this, is, this is the story. Was, are you willing? And this is going to be an amazing adventure. An amazing adventure. And really, that's what life is. It's a constant adventure. This new year... There's new changes, new challenges. There's new adventures. When, um, l- let, me, let me read a summary of it. Just this, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a summary today and then we're gonna dive into some of the details. But Moses before the burning bush, God speaking to him. Many of you know this story. If not, I'll detail it for you later. But this is God speaking to Moses and he says, Um, I have seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I've heard them crying. 
You know, it's like if, if you're, God hears you. You know, he hears you. The stuff that's not right, the stuff that's upsetting, the stuff, the, the shock, the, God hears you. He, he, he sees your, your, your longing for something different, something better. And he says, I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them. I mean, no, that's good. I've come to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and bring them out of the land into a good and a spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey and pork chops. <laughs> it's a good thing. God has something good in front of you. Here's the first thing to remember. God has something good in front of you, in front of you. God has something better for you. And God always hears us and God always sees us. But to leave, leaving is difficult. Leaving is painful. Leaving is going through the, the barrier. And that's um, not always easy. And it wasn't easy for the Israelites. Now, the Israelites are there. They had started to grow. They were a family of 70. And then they grew and grew and grew. And, um, and then it says in Exodus 1, verse 8, then there was a new pharaoh who didn't know Joseph. Context. Um, Joseph had wandered, well, been sold by his brothers. You know the story. You know. Did, you, did you see the musical or no? Do I need to go through it all? All right. He's sold as a slave. He ends up in Egypt, but he ends up, through a lot of trials and tribulations, he ends up second in command of Pharaoh himself. They're tight. And, and he saved Pharaoh's skin. And he was Pharaoh's right-hand man. And they were tight. And then Pharaoh said, you come, bring your family. They can live here wherever you Give them the best land. They, they lived in the best part of the town. And everything was great. And then that Pharaoh died. And there was a new Pharaoh who didn't know. Huh, what have you done for me lately? Anybody ever work in a job and then there was a new CEO who didn't know how many late nights you stayed up? Anybody ever have that happen? There's a new sheriff in town, there's a new this, there's a new commissioner, there's a new this, and all of a sudden, wait, wait, all the rules have changed now. And, and this pharaoh, let me, let me read it for you. Verse number 10, come, we must deal shrewdly with them or they will become even more numerous. And if war breaks out, we'll join our enemies, fight against us, and leave the country. So they put slave masters over them to oppress them with forced labor. And they built Pithom and Ramses as store cities for Pharaoh. But the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied. Here's a way to think of it. Everybody here has a different Egypt. Your Egypt might be some difficult family problems. Your Egypt might be your finances. It might be your health. Your Egypt is something that's holding you down. But everybody has the same Pharaoh. Egypt is where you're trapped, but Pharaoh is what's trapping you. Now think, what's trapping you? This mind, your thoughts. Pharaoh kept beating him down, kept beating him back, kept beating him back. And Moses comes along. 
We're going to meet Moses. We're going to do the whole thing. But Moses comes along and goes, come on, let's go. And Pharaoh goes, no, no, no. Moses goes, yes, yes, yes. And then we get into the plagues and the miracles, right? We're going to get into the plagues and the miracles. And, and each time, now Pharaoh is stubborn. Any stubborn people here today? Anyone, any stubborn people sitting nearby you? <laughs> Better yet, huh? Now we're talking, all right. Huh? Stubborn? Yeah. Uh, um, Pharaoh was stubborn. Moses would come in, he'd do a miracle, he'd do a plague, he'd soften up, he'd say, okay, 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 I can't, I can't top that, and then he'd start to let the people go, and then he'd, no. And then there'd be another plague, another miracle, and Pharaoh would give in, and Moses would grab the people to pull them out, and Pharaoh would go, no. And went back and forth and back and forth. And this is your own fight for freedom. Listen carefully. Pharaoh's right here. Beating you back every time you're about to get free. No, you can't do it. No, 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 no. It's too, no, 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 you can't. No, 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 you shouldn't. Shock. Ah, ah, ah. Moses is calling you. I, I think the story of Exodus is there's the two voices in your head. You got the voice of Moses, the voice of God calling you to freedom. Come on, come on, pork chops. And you got Pharaoh going, no, 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 no. You, you, you belong here. You stay here. I own you. What voice are you going to listen to? Now, I mean, Moses didn't have it all figured out. Like, he wasn't explaining everything. He, he was that voice, but, you know, things weren't certain. They didn't know much. Moses had never been to the land of milk and honey. There's a lot of trust when you follow God. There's a lot of faith. But it's a lot better than the other. You just have to decide if you're going to be willing to break through the barrier? That's going to be the big question. Are you, are you willing to make that particular step? Now, <laughs> here's the thing that's going to happen in your life and in my life. Everything's going fine. Everything's going along great. And a new pharaoh is going to come in. Something you can't control. Something you can't do anything about. We were friends. We did things for you. But Here's the other thing you need to think about with this new Pharaoh. He's irrational. Because the first thing he starts with is this false fear. They're going to get too big. They're going to get too big. And then they're going to go with our enemies. There's no, there's no reason to believe this. There's nothing that's talked about at all in anybody's actions. But has your mind ever taken you to the wrong place? Huh? You know, start talking about all kinds of stories. And how many of you have ever, you're ready to have a conversation with your boss and you talked to him 17 times in your head before you ever opened your mouth? He was already mad at you three times, fired you four times, right? And, and nothing's ever even happened because you do these things in your head. Pharaoh's in your head, see? So, so he's stubborn, but he's irrational. He's irrational. They're, they're going to get too big. They're going to get too big. False fear. False fear. There was no reason to fear. Everything was good. They had the Israelites, they had the family of Jacob, everybody was living good. It was just this new guy with his fear. Your mind will do some crazy stuff to you. You know that if you let it, let it run wild on you. It's irrational. So the, the fight to leave Egypt is the fight to say goodbye to Pharaoh. That's what it is. This old, stubborn way of thinking. And so if we're going to do anything, 
what we want to do in this one is we just want to say farewell to Pharaoh. You know? No more. No more holding me down and no more holding me back. Interestingly, uh, of, of the 10 plagues, the last plague, um, Moses is speaking from God and he's going to talk to Pharaoh. And, you know, the oppression got really bad with Pharaoh, so much so that he ordered for the boys to all be killed at birth. You know what's funny about sad? We get used to too much of the wrong stuff in life. I mean, the minute they take one boy, all hell needs to break loose. Please tell me amen. I mean, the minute, the minute the Pharaoh takes one boy, all hell needs to break loose. We don't need to go around this for three or four or five years. But you get used to it. People get used to being oppressed. And your mind will do the same thing. Well, I should be treated this way. I've been thinking for three weeks, what's my reaction going to be to the city of Walled Lake? I'm a nice guy. I mean, I really am. I mean, I'm easy to get along with. And uh, when the guy said 90 days in jail, I almost said, huh? And I'll just put it on the news so everyone in Orchard Grove can see. I mean, there's a part of me, Flint, that was here. Let's do this. <laughs> you know? Does, does that make sense? Because, you know, after a while, you got to go, hey, no, 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 no. Can't be treated like that. But some of you treat yourself that way. This, this is the, the epic story in the Old Testament, the exodus, the freedom. You were built for freedom, my friends. You were built for freedom. Mentally, physically, you were built for freedom. And the fight is always for freedom. And here, and here. So this Pharaoh comes and he, he starts taking the kids. Whew. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, today, think about our culture today. It's like you know, these gender reveal parties, you know, and there's baseball bats and explosives and fireworks, and oh my God, what are we doing with our world? But it's fun, it's exciting. Is it a boy? Is it a girl? And boom, everything explodes in the sky. And can you imagine then? It's a boy. It's a boy. Hug him, quick, hug him. Them quick. Here they come. That stuff should not be. That stuff should not be. One of the stories, one of the stories of Exodus was used by those that fought, fought slavery. And they, they used this as this was the journey to the promised land. And since it's Dr. King weekend, it doesn't hurt for us to remind ourselves of his famous sermon right at the end of his life. I've seen the promised land. I've seen the promised land. I've seen it. I couldn't do justice to Dr. King. I won't try. Go home and watch it. God meant for you and for me to be free. 
That's the fight. That's the fight. Um, just don't forget that a lot of it's here. Because I think a lot of times people want to take it out here. And the, 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 the struggle's here oftentimes. So God says, let's see how Pharaoh likes this. You know, the last plague? The firstborn. So you know, to every, every Egyptian, every household, he's going to send this death angel. It's going to go throughout the land. And every household... Every household, the firstborn is going to take him out. Can you imagine the wailing? <laughs> I mean, one of the, there's a ton of movies about, about the, the Exodus, which maybe you'll, we want to watch them during the series, you know, and get your different take on it. But, man, one of them is a pretty powerful scene where this finally got the Pharaoh, finally broke him, took his son. But the... Israelites, they had a little code. They, they ate a lamb, and they took some blood, and they put it on the doorpost. And when that death angel came, come to the house, and they had a special mark, would pass over that house. Whew, could you imagine sitting there with your family? Whew, sprinkling that. <laughs> Thousands of years later, Jesus and the disciples are still celebrating the Passover. Huh? The Passover. They're still remembering when God freed them. It's important to remember this. It's important to remember this. And of course, Jesus took this meal and he gave it brand new significance, brand new meaning. I wish I, wish I had time. I just don't have time. But I mean, Jesus certainly comes in the, in the New Testament and paints himself as the new Moses. I don't know if you pick that up when you read, but you got to pick it up. I mean, there's 12 tribes of Israel. Jesus picks 11 disciples. No, he picks 12. Why does he pick 12? Well, because he went through a reviewing process and took surveys. No, no, 12. I'm the new Moses. When he goes into the desert, remember Jesus going to the desert before he starts his ministry? He goes there for 40 days. How long were the Israelites wandering in the wilderness? 40 years. He's screaming hint after hint after hint. I'm the new Moses. I'm going to take you to freedom. I'm going to take you to the promised land. There's so many little things along the way that we got to experience. I didn't, even, I didn't even start. I didn't even get into the notes. This was the introduction. That's what happens when I go on vacation. That was the introduction, but we're going to go through it. This is, this is not simple, and, and, and that's why it's, it's good that it's the New Year's past, the hype and the holiday, it's all past. It's like, do you really want change or not? It's just going to be a, a gritty Monday. You know what I mean? Nothing special on the calendar, just a gritty, ordinary Monday. Are you going to make change? Are you going to stay? Freedom meant something. Jesus gathered the disciples together for that Passover. And there's a context. It was like a lamb's going to be slain and the people are going to go free. 
when Jesus says, my body's broken, he's going to be slain for their freedom. On the night he was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it. He said, this is my body broken for you. supper he took the cup saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood my blood will be spilled for you fellowship, maybe make the noisy stuff out there, let people just, they want to, maybe some people want to soak it in, you know, let's stand. May God bless you this year. Keep the fire in your heart for the promised land. Give you the courage to say farewell to Pharaoh, to the voice that's holding you down, the false fear, the anxiety, all of those things. God, take us by the hand and lead us, lead us home. In Christ's name, amen. 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 Happy Sunday, Orchard Grove. God bless you.